Breaker, Malaysia over the ages. The legend of Tuan MacKerrell. Who then told the tale? This brings us to the mention of a very curious and interesting legend, one of the numerous legendary narratives in which these tales of the mythical period have come down to us. It is found in the so-called Book of the Don Cow, a manuscript of about the year AD 1100 and is entitled The Legend of Tuan MacCarrell. Saint Finan, an Irish abbot of the 6th century, is said to have gone to seek hospitality from a chief named Tuan MacCarrell, who dwelt not far from Finan's monastery at Moville County, Donegal. Tuan refused him admittance. The saint sat down on the doorstep of the chief and fasted for a whole Sunday, upon which the surly pagan warrior opened the door to him. Good relations were established between them, and the saint returned to his monks. Tuan is an excellent man, said he to them. He will come to you and comfort you and tell you the old stories of Ireland. This you may interest in the old myths and legends of the country is, it may here be observed, a feature as constant as it is pleasant in the literature of early Irish Christianity. Tuan came shortly afterwards to return the visit of the saint and invited him and his disciples to his fortress. They asked him of his name and lineage and he gave an astounding reply. I'm a man of Ulster, he said. My name is Tuan, son of Carell, but once I was called Tuan, son of Stan, son of Sarah, and my father Stan was the brother of Pachtulan. Tell us the history of Ireland, then said Finan, and Tuan began. Pachtulan, he said, was the first of men to settle in Ireland. After the great pestilence already narrated, he alone survived, for there is never a slaughter that one man does not come out of it to tell the tale. To one was alone in the land, and he wandered about from one vacant fortress to another, from rock to rock, seeking shelter from the wolves. For twenty-two years he lived thus alone, dwelling in waste places till at last he fell into extreme decrepitude and old age. Then Nenad, the son of Achnoman, took possession of Ireland. He, Achnoman, was my father's brother. I saw him from the cliffs and kept avoiding him. I was long-haired, clawed, decrepit, grey, naked, wretched, miserable. Then, one evening, I fell asleep, and when I woke again on the morrow, I was changed into a stag. I was young again and glad of heart. Then I sang of the coming of Nehmet and of his race and of my own transformation. I have put on a new form, a skin rough and grey. Victory and joy are easy, easy to me. A little while ago I was weak 
and defenseless. Tuan is then king of all the deer of Ireland, and so remain all the days of Nemed and his race. He tells how the Nemedians sailed for Ireland in a fleet of 32 barks. In each bark, 30 persons, they went astray to on the seas for a year and a half, and most of them perished of hunger and thirst or of shipwreck. Nine only escaped, Nemeth himself, with four men and four women. These landed in Ireland and increased their numbers in the course of time till they were 8,060 men and women. Then all of them mysteriously died. Again, old age and decrepitude fell upon Tuan, but another transformation awaited him. Once I was standing at the mouth of my cave, and I still remember it, and I knew that my body changed into another form. I was a wild boar, and I sang this song about it. Today I am a boar. Time was when I sat in the assembly that they gave the judgments of part one. It was sung, and all praised the melody. How pleasant was the strain of my brilliant judgment. How pleasant to the comely young women. My chariot went along in majesty and beauty. My voice was grave and sweet. My step was swift and firm in battle. My face was full of charm. Today, lo, I am changed into a black boar. That is what I said. Yeah, of a surety, I was a wild boar. Then I became young again, and I was glad I was king of the boar herds in Ireland. And faithful to any custom, I went the rounds of my abode when I returned into the lands of oyster at the times of old age, and the wretchedness came upon me, for it was always there that my transformations took place, and that is why I went back thither to await the renewal of my body. Tuan then goes on to tell me, Simeon, son of Stariot, settled in Ireland, from whom descended the Fairbogs, and who two other tribes who persisted into historic times. Again, old age comes on, his strength fails him, and he undergoes another transformation. He becomes a great eagle of the sea, and once more rejoices in renewed youth and vigor. He tells how the people of Dana came in, gods and false gods, from whom everyone knows the Irishmen of learning are sprung. After these came the sons of Milad, who conquered the people of Dana, 
all this time Tuan kept the shape of the sea eagle till one day finding himself about to undergo another transformation he fasted nine days then sleep fell upon me and I was changed into a salmon he rejoices in his new life escaping for many years the sneers of the fishermen till at last he is captured by one of them and brought to the wife of Karel, chief of the country. The woman desired me and ate me by herself, whole, so that I passed into her womb. He is born again and passes for Tuan, son of Karel. But the memory of his pre-existence and all his transformations and all the history of Ireland that he witnessed since the days of Bartholomew still abides with him. And he teaches all these things to the Christian monks who carefully preserve them. This wild tale, with its atmospheric of grey antiquity and of childlike wonder, reminds us of the transformations of the Welsh Taliesin, who also became an eagle, and points us to that doctrine of the transmigration of the soul, which, as we have seen, haunted the imagination of the Celt. We have now to add some details to the sketch of the successive colonizations of Ireland outlined by Tuan MacCarroll. The Nemedians. The Nemedians, as we have seen, were aching to the the Bartholanians. Both of them came from the mysterious regions of the dead, though later Irish accounts which endeavoured to reconcile this mythical matter with Christianity invented for them a descent from scriptural patriarchs and an origin in earthly lands such as Spain or Scythia. Both of them had to do constant battle with the Fomorians, whom the later legends make out to be pirates from overseas, but who were doubtless divinities representing the powers of darkness and evil. There is no legend of the Fomorians coming into Ireland, nor where they were they regarded at any time a regular portion of the population. They were coeval with the world itself. Nemad fought victoriously against them in four great battles, but shortly afterwards died of a plague which carried off 2,000 of his people with him. The Fomorians were then unable to establish their tyranny over Ireland. They had, at this period, two kings, Morc and Conan. The stronghold of the Fomorian power was on Tory Island, which uplifts its wild cliffs and precipices at the Atlantic off the coast of Donegal. A fit home for this race, of mystery and horror. 
They extracted a crushing tribute from the people of Ireland. Two-thirds of all the milk and two-thirds of the children of the land. Alas, the Nemedians rise in revolt. Led by three chiefs, they land on Tory Island, capture Conan's tower, and Conan himself falls by the hand of the Nemedian chief, Fergus. But Mork, at this moment, comes into battle with a fresh host, and utterly routs the Nemedians, who are all slain but thirty. The men of Erin were all at the battle after the Fomorians came. All of them the sea engulfed, save only three times ten. It's a poem by Eugene Fan from circa AD 960. The thirty survivors leave Ireland in despair. According to the most ancient belief, they perished utterly, leaving no descendants. But later accounts, which endeavor to make sober history out of all these myths, represent one family, that of the chief Britain, as settling in Great Britain and giving their name to that country, while two others returned to Ireland after many wanderings, as the Fairborgs and the people of Lana. stop here maybe I should next time we're gonna talk about the coming of the fair walks <laughs> <laughs>